My jungle will lure you in with paths that are deceptively apparent and secrets that will never be uncovered. Silver starlight may show you the way. Shape-shifting shadows will lead you astray. So open your eyes. I will show you a world etched deep in my mind. Only the greatest explorers of the unknown, those who are willing to lose themselves can unravel the enigma. For the essence of the jungle lies not in being found, but in getting lost. Welcome to Thorn's Jungle. How's it going everyone? Welcome to another episode of Thorn's Jungle. As always, I'm your jungle guide and resident animal guy, Adam Thorne. How's everyone's week going? It's uh, been bloody hot here. Yesterday got to like almost nearly 38 degrees, which is you know about 100 degrees Fahrenheit. And then it didn't really go down. Like it stayed at a 24, 25 degrees overnight. That's Celsius. Which is pretty warm considering we're not even in summer yet. So, yeah, and it's still bloody hot now. But I love it because at the moment it's kind of humid. So it reminds me of being in like Southeast Asia. So it's not too bad. And then it rained this morning. So, yeah, pretty damn weird. <laughs> uh, this episode's going to be sick. This episode's going to be a very interesting one. And it's about giant snakes. And we're not talking about like cryptid giant snakes, uh, like, you know, the. 100 foot anaconda that's supposed to be found in uh, in the Amazon. We're talking about uh, verified living snakes that we know exist and you can, you know, go out and buy more, all of these snakes. Um, but there is so much uh, mystery surrounding these snakes, like, you know, confirmed lengths, confirmed weights, which species gets bigger than the other, and there's a lot of unverified reports of snake sizes and it's like rampant among uh, among this sort of uh, subject and we're gonna delve into it and see what is the biggest now when you say biggest that generally means weight but we're gonna look at weight and length as well and we're also gonna look how big these snakes possibly can get, uh, both in captivity and in the wild. And first up, we're gonna hear from a scientist. She has a master's degree in geoscience. Her name is Rosie Moore. And if you haven't already, check out her Instagram. Just look up Rosie Moore and you'll, you'll find it. She's got wicked photos of uh, lots of cool outdoor things. You know, she's got videos and photos of her with alligators, swimming with sharks handling snakes, things like that. And with her work, she managed to get hands-on with a giant snake. And yeah, you gotta hear about this. It's, it's, it's really cool. And uh, check out her Instagram because there's videos of this snake. Um, but yeah, take it away, Rosie. Hey Adam, thanks for having me. My name is Rosie Moore. I obtained my master's degree in geosciences. I specialize in spatial technology and human environmental interactions. Since graduating, I've spent the past few years working with invasive herpetofaunal research as well as water resource management. So we're here today to talk about this viral 
python that ate the alligator video. I posted that to my Instagram and it spread like wildfire. I think it was more of a mixture of disgust from the actual necropsy, as well as the fact that this predation event was wild. This Burmese python wasn't actually caught by field staff where I worked, but it was caught by field workers in the Everglades who were in the process of managing invasive vegetation. Basically, they came across an 18 plus foot python with this massive stomach bulge and they euthanized it on site. And they did this because in Florida, Burmese pythons are encouraged to be humanely killed at any time throughout the year, just due to their invasive status. And it's really encouraged that you do so. Burmese pythons are actually not native to here, but native to Southeast Asia, even though they've become well-established invasive species here in South Florida. The first python was actually found in the Everglades around the 1970s, and the population has absolutely exploded since. Like many other Florida invasives, the species found its way here through the pet trade, both individual as well as large-scale release events of these large constrictors has resulted in wild breeding populations, and in turn, we've seen a slew of negative ecological consequences the main concern here is really our mammal populations in South Florida. Studies have shown that the pythons are linked to severe declines in our Everglades mammals, such as raccoons, possums, bobcats, etc. So the field workers did the right thing by euthanizing this python. And then afterwards, they reached out to the research lab where the necropsy was actually performed, which was where I was employed. So, I mean, I've caught many pythons in my day, but this is the first time I've seen anything like this. Like, this python was brought to us, and you have to remember, this is an 18-foot-long animal. Like, we could not even use our normal necropsy bench. We actually had to take trash bags and spread it from one side of the room to the other to be able to even, like, accommodate an animal of this size. So this 18-foot python turned out to have a 5-foot-long alligator inside of it. And for research purposes, what we'll do when we get a dead animal or a deceased animal is sometimes we'll remove the stomach contents to analyze commonly consumed prey. This just tells us, like, especially with a non-native animal like the python, kind of the impact it's having on our native species. So we performed a necropsy to verify what prey species the python had consumed. So before that video was shot, we had collected other data like length of the specimen and weight. And then once all that was finished, we began to necropsy it, which is the process you actually see in the video. So we cut open this python, and honestly, the smell in the room was the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. Like, it was beyond disgusting. And we pulled the alligator actually out of the python, and it was also crazy to see because this alligator was fully intact. Like, it had begun to digest the alligator, the softer tissues had started dissolving, but the osteoderms, which is like the bony plates you see on the back of an alligator, were still fully intact and fully visible. So it was definitely kind of shocking to see. I don't think a lot of people have ever seen anything like that, so it was crazy to go viral for that, but also I think it raised a lot of awareness for the invasive issue here in South Florida, and uh, I think a lot of people learned a lot about pythons through all the videos that were posted and all the news articles about it. So that was definitely really cool. But yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Rosie. That is an awesome, awesome story. Like, <laughs> that's, that's bloody amazing. I mean, 
for those that don't know how big an 18 foot snake is measure out 18 feet on a tape measure and you, you'll get a small glimpse of the size because that's just length uh, a Burmese python that can swallow a 5 foot alligator it's gonna weigh a lot and you know it weighed what 215 pounds or something like that that is next level that's like 98 kilograms that is ridiculous and a five foot alligator if you think about it people can be five feet just saying <laughs> i mean i'm sure you know it's nothing to be worried about getting swallowed by a burmese python in florida i mean even uh in indonesia and malaysia and things like that people being consumed by snakes is insanely rare but you know snakes invasive to florida like these burmese python they're gonna decimate native animals and it's super sad that the animal had to be killed it's not the animal's fault it's there but it is a you know it, it's kind of a necessity because what these snakes are doing to the native animals is bad um and it sucks and this is a hundred percent human beings faults it's no fault of the snake it's just doing what snakes do and that's eat and reproduce so you know don't blame the snakes but uh conservationally speaking they do need to be eradicated uh from from florida man florida's got some bloody i got a lot of invasive exotic animals there <laughs> but yeah we are talking about giant snakes and a Burmese python certainly can get to colossal size and in actual fact the largest snake ever weighed uh, going by weight here not necessarily length was a Burmese python they aren't the longest snake in the world but the record for the heaviest individual snake was a Burmese python and at the time of its death it was a captive one called uh baby uh it was no baby um it was 403 pounds by the time it died so that's 183 kilograms now in saying that i do need to mention that this is a captive snake and it would have been severely overweight and yes snakes can get overweight if you see a snake that's like really thick bodied and then goes down to this little tail this little thin tail and there's like a very obvious uh difference in the python or boa's uh tail to the rest of its body then it's probably overweight i mean we're not talking about things like uh you know a lot of the vipers and you know things like the uh death adder which is an elapid in australia it is very thick and it goes down to a little tail but that's uh more of a predation tool like a luring thing but in pythons and boas, it probably means it's overweight. And at 400 pounds, uh, yeah, it definitely would have been obese. It just would have been battery fed. Um, so we'll get that out of the way. The heaviest individually weighed animal, so it doesn't represent the whole species, is a Burmese python. But that's not a good representation of... Uh, the rest of their species um, it's kind of a freak thing like if you were to talk about human beings say oh what's the average size of a human being now for a man it's like I think 
you know, 5'9", 5'10", uh, 75, 80 kilograms, and for a woman, what, between 5'5", five, five and 5'8", I don't know. Um, and then you get the tallest accurately measured human being in the world was Robert Wadlow at eight foot eleven and a half inches. So he's pretty much a nine foot tall human being. So that's a freak of nature. Uh, I don't mean to call him a freak, but you know, generally speaking, it is a freak thing that a human being will get that size, and that's due to a uh, tumor in the uh, pituitary gland in their brain that causes them to excrete. An excess amount of growth hormone. Um, so if you were to say, oh, how big do humans get? You go, oh, nine foot. That's not a very accurate representation of, you know, the average size of a human. So uh, baby, that was the heaviest snake, but that is definitely not a usual weight for Burmese pythons. Um, Burmese pythons are amongst the longest and heaviest bodied snakes in the world. Um, and I believe lengthwise, they're number three, okay? So we'll start at the bottom, respectively the bottom of the gigantism scale, the, the gigantic snake index. And uh, yeah, so we've got the Burmese python. Now, on average, uh, they get about, you know, 10 foot, uh, is is a is a decent average length for a female, right? Eleven and a half feet, twelve feet, isn't unusual for a Burmese python. Now we know, especially after what Rosie just said, that they can get at least eighteen feet, and there are unconfirmed reports of Burmese pythons getting twenty foot plus. Now when I say unconfirmed, it's like people have measured it and gone, yeah, I've got a twenty footer and you just have to pretty much take their word for it. It's actually pretty hard to measure snakes because you never get them in a straight line to measure them. They're always curved and you have to account for those curves. So you use like a string method. So you put the string around their body. That's if they keep still enough and then measure the string. Um, with the Burmese python, that rosy necropsied, easy to measure. It's dead. You can put it out straight and measure it. So we know they get at least 18 feet on, this is a rare occurrence, mind you, like this isn't a common thing for Burmese pythons to get 18 feet. And that's the same with all of these snakes that I'm mentioning. Nowadays, it's very rare that you will find gigantic individuals because of hunting. And when you hunt the larger snakes, then the larger snakes genes can't pass on to the next generation. And you eventually just start basically selectively breeding them to be smaller. But your typical weight of a Burmese python, uh, for example, a 15 foot Burmese python would usually weigh about 90 pounds, about 40 kilos. At about 16 foot, they've been weighed at like 75, which is 165 pounds. Still a big bloody snake. Okay? But they just aren't as long as snakes like your reticulated pythons and anaconda, which we're going to get into. Um, and I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast knows anacondas and reticulated pythons are at the top of the list. But how big do they get? How long do they get? 
or potentially get. That's what we're going to get into. So we've covered Burmese Python, okay? Now, this is gonna be difficult because what are we going by with this giant snake index? Are we going by weight or length? I think we can do a bit of a combination of both. Um, and I'm gonna put the green anaconda second on this size index. The green anaconda on average is the heaviest bodied snake in the world. So disregarding uh, that 400 pound uh, Burmese python, on average throughout uh, you know field studies of green anacondas when they get weighed, on average the green anaconda comes in as the heaviest. Um, and and I'm, I'm gonna put my two cents in here with this because um, I mean there are unconfirmed reports of green anacondas getting like 30 feet long and I think Percy Fawcett the um, surveyor famous surveyor he was like mapping out the uh, boundaries between Bolivia and I don't know some other South American country um, he said he saw one that was like he only saw half of it and it was like 30 foot but elaborations definitely happen <laughs> and the biggest confirmed anaconda and looking at confirmed reports of it it, it I, I don't quite understand it um, because a lot of the confirmed reports are like that they get five and a half meters long we I, I know somebody that had a green anaconda it was it was a wild one but it was held for a long period of time that was over five and a half meters long so it, you, you can't really go by a lot of things you read online because what, what will happen is you'll get um, scientists go out for, let's say, three months and catch as many green anacondas as they can. And they measure and weigh each individual anaconda. And then they'll find the average length of all those anacondas. What can happen then is uh, they can go, okay, we spent uh, X amount of time in the field and we never found an anaconda bigger than five meters. Therefore, that's how big anacondas get, green anacondas. And it's not a good representation because it can take a lifetime to find a very rare large anaconda. The verified specimen when it comes to green anaconda that I normally go by is a... It's the skin of an anaconda. And it's... um. It's preserved in an institute somewhere in... Uh, oh, it's in Sao Paulo, actually. And the skin measures 10 meters, which is like 33 feet. But what always happens uh, when you get the skin of a large constrictor, in this case, a uh, boa, because anacondas are in the family boa day. And basically what you do is you stretch it out while it's still wet and just leave it to dry and it will stay that length, length uh, that the length that you stretched it to. Um, so this was definitely a stretched skin. But you can't stretch them that much, right? So people that have studied this skin uh, have estimated that before stretching and while the anaconda was live, alive, it would have measured 7.6 meters, which is nearly 25 feet long. Still a stupidly 
big snake. <laughs> and um, there's herpetologists like, uh, oh, I can't remember his name, but uh, he did a field survey in Colombia in 1978 and he measured a female, py uh, not python, they're boas, by the way, they're not pythons, uh, anacondas are part of the family Boidae. Um, he measured a female that was seven and a half meters long, so like 24 and a half feet long, and um, he estimated the weight to be somewhere between 300 and 400 pounds, so like 136 to 180 kilograms, which is stupidly big, and because this guy was a herpetologist. Um, it is a reliable-ish kind of measurement, um, but still, it was just him alone. He measured it. I don't know how the hell he would have measured that, uh, mind you, which kind of makes me a little bit more skeptical about it. But in any case, the green anaconda, I can safely say, can potentially get 20 feet plus. Okay, um, I've never really seen a video or photos of any recent anacondas that have been caught or in captivity that are over 20 feet, but I've seen ones that are pretty damn close. And yeah, I, I can safely say anacondas can get over 20 feet. And the thing is, like a, a 15 foot anaconda would probably weigh more and we're talking wild here, right? Captivity is a different story, but like a 15 foot anaconda would weigh more than a 20 foot reticulated python. Reticulated pythons are very, uh, well, they're a lot more slender in body. Um, green anacondas are much more heavier bodied and they can be heavier bodied because they spend a lot of their time or most of their time in water. So when there's no pressure of like our gravity uh, out of water on, on you, you can get to a normal size. I mean, look at whales. When anacondas, especially large ones, um, are on land, they are very sluggish. Um, they're very slow moving. So, yeah. Number two on the list, we have the green anaconda. Although it is heavier than a reticulated python on average, uh, I, I still have to put the reticulated python at number one on the list of giant snakes. And there is even more conjecture about, con, conjecture? Conjecture? Fucking no, oh, I can't say that word. There's a few words I can't say. Another one's jewelry. Oh, I can say jewelry, jewelry. Anyway, um, the, the reticulated python has the most debate about how big it can get, how big the biggest one ever was. Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna try and get get down get get to the bottom of the reticulated python size as you know reticulated pythons are found throughout southeast asia um we know they're a massive snake but how big and if you go on like you know jp j prehistorics uh instagram stuff you'll see gigantic reticulated pythons and it's another snake where in the wild it is very hard to find giant ones now. I mean, they were caught throughout Borneo, Kalimantan, things like that, purely for their skins. And of course, the bigger the snake, the more skin you get off it to make your handbags and your leather boots and all that crap. Um, so all these massive giant snakes 
over generations were caught and skinned and that leaves you know the undesired snakes that people that these people that skin them don't really want the smaller ones they breed on rather than these gigantic ones and snakes like all reptiles have what's called indeterminate growth so they do not stop growing until they die that doesn't mean that a hundred year old python which wouldn't happen by the way would be like 60 feet long because it's that old their growth rate slows down incredibly the older they get so they're not going to be growing like they were when they were uh, juveniles you know they're not going to grow at that same rate um and you know pythons live you know 20 25 years i think there's a report of like a 50 year old one uh, but that doesn't mean a 50 year old python's going to be huge uh and we'll get into that because the longest ever measured reticulated python that's still alive today and still holds the guinness book of records of the longest snake in the world is um medusa and if you haven't seen medusa it's weird because you would think there'll be a lot more uh you know videos and stuff medusa about medusa but she's owned by some uh company in uh kansas kansas city missouri actually and they um it's like this house of horrors type of thing but they have the longest snake in the world there and she is 20 25 and a half feet long but the thing is when the guinness book of records measured medusa medusa was only a few years old i think she was only like four or five years old so being that age at that length definitely by the time she's in her 20s she's going to be enormous so you can have a snake that is four or five years old and 10 foot long you know it's just all about the genetics all about their diet things like that um and medusa weighs 160 kilograms so over 350 pounds um that is encroaching on the weight of the heaviest snake ever weighed which was like 403 pounds i think it was which was that burmese python um so and, and obviously that Burmese python wouldn't have been anywhere near the length of Medusa. But there are a lot of unconfirmed reports of reticulated pythons being longer than Medusa. And to be honest, the countries where these pythons are found, they don't really care about getting that Guinness Book of Record uh, publication, you know, they don't really care. And I've seen a few photos of some of these snakes caught. And you know what? I would not be surprised if they measured longer than Medusa. Uh, one, for example, was a reticulated python caught. I think it was on a building site, which is crazy enough, uh, in Penang, which is an island off uh, Malaysia. I've been to Penang. It's bloody awesome. That's where I did my first ever documentary. And they reckon it was the longest snake in the world and you look at the photos and you know what it's pretty bloody big <laughs> um they reckon it was eight meters long which is 26 feet so that surpasses medusa by about half a foot um and apparently uh, uh, of course it's dead of course uh but the ways it died a little iffy to me apparently it died only a few days after being caught 
and they reckon it was trying to lay some eggs and it died while laying eggs. But if you see the videos of this thing and the photos of how it's kept and how it's being treated, I really suspect that it was killed just from being rough, rough housed. Like its face is uh, taped up. It's got nooses around its neck. It's just being very roughly treated. Um, so yeah, unfortunately it died. And of course, we don't know what happened to it. What happened to its body? Is it preserved? Where's the skin? It just disappears. That that happens quite a lot. Um, people in Southeast Asia don't really care about holding that title. You know, they're not that fussed about it. And I'm not sure if you remember on Java, there was reports of a 14 and a half meter, uh, which is like what 49 feet uh, reticulated python that was captured. And when they went to measure it, it was like 23 feet. Uh, so there are massive exaggerations when it comes to uh, these reticulated pythons. But you know what? I'm looking at the photos right now of this thing, and um, it's it's hard to tell because like you can't see the whole snake in just the one photo. But just the girth of it for a wild snake is insane. For a wild reticulated python being that thick and heavy bodied is nuts. Um, and it is bloody long. And you know what? If I was to put an estimation on it, which I don't really like doing, but I'm going to for this, I would say, I would say quite comfortably it's 23. 23 feet. I'm comfortable with 23 feet, so like 7 meters or something. 8 meters? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's 8. Bloody, it, it fucking, it might be. <laughs> It's so hard to tell. Um, but I'll comfortably say 7 metres for sure. So 21, 22, 23 feet. Yep, I would put it in that category. Um, and then we go on to a next one. And this next one, I it, it bothers me because I can't find the videos again or the photos. But there was a reticulated python found in Thailand out the back of some restaurant. And I think the, the fire brigade came in caught it and again I don't know what happened to that snake it's just disappeared um, but you know what it, it didn't go viral like this one in Penang it bloody should have because I, I don't have the video but this was maybe or oh, eight years ago but I remember looking at that video and going that's the longest snake in the world that is the longest snake I've ever seen uh, it, on any video or photo and this, the fire brigade's holding it, and it is enormous. The girth of it is comparable to Medusa, the captive world record holder. And being a wild reticulated python with that girth, you know it's going to be longer than Medusa. And I, I would, I, I've never done this with photos or videos looking at a snake, but I could comfortably say that that's an eight meter snake. That's like a 27, 28 foot snake. The 26th, you know, it's, it's around that region. And as soon as I saw it, that video, it had only been out a day or so. I was going to fly to Thailand and measure it because I strongly suspected that this would be a world record snake. But unfortunately, I had no details of where it was, what area, who caught it, who to contact. It just would have been a nightmare. I probably would have gotten there and the thing's chopped up into a million pieces and 
sold for its skin or something like that. But I, I have no, I've no reservations saying that reticulated pythons can get to eight meters, like twenty six feet. Of course they can. Medusa's nearly there. She's nearly twenty six feet, and she was measured like eight years ago, six, seven, eight years ago. So she's probably grown since then, being quite a young snake as well. So she's probably around the 26-foot mark by now. Um, they don't want to measure again for a while because measuring snakes is bloody hard, <laughs> pretty much. And there's no point measuring it every month when it's only grown a millimeter, you know? Um, so I would put the reticulated python as the longest snake in the world. And you look at captive retics and things like that, and I, I could probably quite comfortably say they're the heaviest as well because on average reticulated pythons measured would probably outweigh anacondas because finding large anacondas long and thick is so rare these days that there would be more reticulated pythons that are longer but weigh more than green anacondas these days if that makes any sense doesn't quite make any sense yeah it does make sense and um look at like yeah jay prehistoric on instagram Look at his pythons. Yes, they are captive. Yes, they are very well-fed snakes. I don't want to say obese, but they are definitely captive reticulated pythons. They don't really look like that in the wild. But then looking at this photo, especially the one in Penang and other photos of giant reticulated pythons that are found in the wild, they are thick. They're not like a bit of rope. They are thick and it takes, you know, 10 people just to pick this thing up and it's easily... Its body's easily thicker than a man's uh, quad, you know, like his thigh, easily. Like, looking at this one, this thing is as thick as, like, some of these dudes' waists. It's huge. Um, that's why I put the reticulated python at the top of the biggest list for snakes. Because we are talking about length and weight, but I think by weight, there are some reticulated pythons that would outweigh an anaconda. A longer reticulated python than the anaconda, of course, but because anacondas don't get really to that length of the reticulated pythons anymore, they may still, but I haven't seen any good confirmed ones that are, you know, 25 feet long, like I have with reticulated pythons. So a 25-foot reticulated python would probably outweigh a 18-foot anaconda. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so that's the top three. And then after... You know, we've got the reticulated python, green anaconda, and the Burmese python. After that, we've got things like your African rock pythons, uh, your Indian pythons, um, your scrub pythons in Australia, also called the uh, amethystine python. Um, there are pretty accurate reports of a eight and a half meter individual that was captured, which, looking at it, would almost, well, actually, it would make it the longest snake in the world. It would be longer than any confirmed measurement of a reticulated python. But again, it's not really confirmed. We don't have a specimen. We don't have a skin. We don't have any photos of it. We don't have any videos of it. It's just somebody measured a scrub python in Australia and they found in like northern Queensland in the more uh, tropical areas. That was 18 and a half foot, so like 28 feet, uh, eight, eight and a half meters, sorry, which is like 28 feet long. Um, again, Scrub pythons are like reticulated pythons where they're quite, they're more slender built, but the scrub pythons one step further, it's even more slenderly built 
uh, than, than the reticulated python. Like it's weird, you see a five and a half meter, like 15, 16 foot scrub python, um, which they do get to. I have seen very, I'm very confident that they do get that length. I've seen lots of videos, I've seen ones being measured that are five meters plus. Um, but it's weird, you look at them and like, somebody holding one, they look quite thick. They look, they look about as thick as an arm, like a man's arm. But compared to the actual length of the snake, it just looks weird. They look wiry and ropey. They are very slender built uh, pythons. Um, so yeah, uh, giant snakes, I wish, and, and I'm quite confident one day, one day we will get that 30 foot python accurately measured, I think. Somebody's gonna have one in captivity that will get to the 30 foot mark or find some freak of nature out there but the chance of that are getting less and less as you know humans clear more of their habitat. Um, yeah, it just gets, it, it sucks because in 10 years time there's gonna be even less chance. But let's just hope one freak of nature rocks up, it's 33 feet long, which is what, 10 meters? Because that's what everyone's looking for, that 10 meter or 30 feet, but 10 meters doesn't equate to 30 feet. Um, and there's also a, re a reward out for any snake that is 30 feet or longer. Um, so it's it's not a lot of money, but it's like 50 grand. Um, but yeah, people want to see it. And I'm sure somebody, although there was a famous snake breeder, Bob Clark, that had Fluffy, who was before Medusa, was the original holder of the longest snake on you know, alive. And uh, that was Fluffy, that snake's name was. And it was this, um, I don't know if it was albino or leucistic, but it was like this yellow reticulated python that was 25 feet and it was a gorgeous snake. And Bob Clark was renowned for breeding large reticulated pythons. He's unfortunately died uh, quite a few years back. But um, yeah, actually funnily enough, yesterday I saw a photo of somebody holding a reticulated python by the head and the rest of it's in like a sack or something. And it's the biggest reticulated python head I've ever seen in my life. It's like next level big. Um, I'll post that on my Instagram story. You can check that out. But I don't know. I don't know if it's real. That's the thing. There are so many fake photos, and you can manipulate them so easy now. I don't know if it's real, and I haven't found any more backstories about this photo, where they caught it, how long they claim it to be. But just by the head, it would be a record breaker. <laughs> it's ridiculous, which makes me kind of skeptical. Um, but yeah, uh, while we're on the subject of giant snakes, the longest venomous snake is a king cobra, of course, being at 18 and a half feet long. Uh, I think there are unconfirmed reports of it getting 19 feet, but uh, accurately measured, 18 and a half feet. And then heaviest bodied venomous snake, I think, um, I'm not sure how much the 18 and a half foot king cobra weighed, but it would have been up there with the heaviest venomous snake but on average I think the heaviest body snake is like the gaboon viper or even maybe the diamondback rattlesnake I think something like that one of the vipers is the heaviest but I mean you look at gaboon viper and it's like it's as wide as it is long <laughs> it's like giant slugs and uh, things like um, bushmasters and and some of the rattlesnakes just get so thick bodied and you know five, six foot diamondback rattlesnake would weigh, you know, close to, if not more than a 15 foot bloody 
King Cobra. Um, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, thanks again to Rosie for sending in uh, your necropsy story with that giant Burmese python. It was really damn cool. Um, and if anybody else has any other stories, uh, questions, interesting topics, send me a voice recording. Email it to me at adam at biothorn.com.au or DM me on Instagram. I'm, I don't normally reply to DMs, but if I see it's a voice recording for the podcast, then I will. Um, and we can use it on the podcast and, and talk about it. Uh, I do have a Patreon out at the moment. Um, if you look up Thorn's Jungle in Patreon, you'll find it. So you can get an extra free episode a week and you know there's lots of other different rewards. If you haven't already bought a Adam Thorn custom leather thigh pouch, then head over to buyathorn.com.au and check out the shop. There's lots of other things there as well. Or go to my Instagram page. There's a shop on there. You can buy one from there. Um, you can get yourself a pouch like the one I've worn Kings of Pain. And you'll even get an autographed photo as well. Alrighty, it's starting to warm up in here. That It's getting bloody hot. I'm dripping with sweat because the aircon doesn't reach this room for some reason. So that's my cue to leave. And I'll see you next week on another episode of Thorn's Jungle.